Welcome back to Chantel's Learner Voice podcast. Uh, today's episode is going to be about flow, which is a concept we often talk about in our Learner Voice class and in amongst the teachers and in our classrooms, actually. In positive psychology, a flow state um, is also known as being in the zone, which is what we often hear about in a sporting sense. Um, it's when a person performing an activity is fully immersed um, and in this feeling of energised focus, you know, that full involvement um, and they will lose sense of space and time. And this is something that happens quite often in a classroom, I want to say. Um, I feel like every student has experienced this at some point. Um, this is something that's not just looked at as from an educational perspective. You can find this in music, sports, religion, uh, gaming even, uh, this is all across the board in everything that we do in our lives, a state of flow can happen. It's where we lose a sense of absolutely everything except for that task that's at hand. You know, it's that feeling of, you know, it's a task that feels effortless but one where you're putting in maximum effort because it's a it's a task that would be considered harder, which is why you're so uh, focused on it. Um, a great example of this is the... 1992 NBA championship series game with the Trailblazers um, being head of the Bulls uh, and Phil Jackson called a timeout and during this timeout Michael Jordan had such a concentration in his face um, and you can see it in some videos so if you're interested in looking at that go for it um, but after this he went back out and shot six three-pointers. Um, he shrugged his shoulders at the at the sidelines, um, but later he described it as being in the zone, which is this state of flow. He lost track of the crowd, the coach, what, whatever was going on. He just was doing what he loved to do and playing that game. And I think this is where students, you know, it's things like music, things like outside pressures that – you know, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, if they are in that state of flow, that is the only thing that is going to matter. So how do we achieve flow in the classroom? First of all, the task needs to be intrinsically rewarding. The student has to have a want to do it, a drive to do it, rather than, you know, getting a Fredo frog at the end or something like that. They need to want to do it for themselves. Um, and this comes from interest maybe. Um, students being able to choose their own subjects and I know for a fact when I'm going into a classroom if I love the subject I'm going to pay so much more attention in that subject than I would if I didn't. Um, you'll also need a clear sense of goals and a sense of progress. A student needs to have a checkpoint. I feel like checkpoints and drafts make it a lot easier for students to see where they're at and have a feeling that they're on the right track. You don't want to get to the end of an assignment and realise that you've done the whole thing wrong. So this really helps students because they can get that they can get that feedback, which ties into the next thing that you need um, in having a flow in the classroom is clear and immediate feedback. Teachers have to be there to be able to give the feedback to the students so that they can keep going. If a question needs to be asked, they can be there so that that student doesn't come out of that state of flow because, you know, that you don't want that to happen. It's almost like a tie-in with the learning bit. I feel like they come very close together and 
they they almost fit hand in hand. Um, the challenge also must match the perceived skills. This goes by Bloom's taxonomy, um, which I've spoken about before, but if a student is finding something too easy, they are never going to hit that state of flow. They need to be challenged but not challenged too hard, otherwise they'll fall out of it. You need to find that that perfect middle ground for the students to not be underestimated. I, I don't want to – I feel like I've made students seem – like they always need to be at that middle ground. Obviously that is going to change with every individual student where their challenge and skill meets, but it is something that needs to be attained for every single student so that they can have that opportunity to be in the state of flow. Flow also requires intense focus on the present moment. Um, this is all about you know, those distractions like mobile phones, like te technology is such a big thing in our everyday now. Um, you know, you walk into a classroom, I can't remember the last time I saw a textbook, everything is electronic now from going onto Google and seeing an ad that could lead to a distraction, going onto Google and, you know, having a game pop up. The students most often going to go to that. Our mobile phones are in our pockets every single day. Um that's distractions from the outside world. We're thinking about what we ha have to do for work or what sport we have to do or what instrument practice we have to do when we get home. Um, so it's about stripping those away and making the students so involved in the task that they lose everything else. It sounds insane, but I'm sure every single person listening or every single person in a classroom even has had this feeling at some point. Um I think it would be fantastic if every student uh, achieved one of these flow moments at some point during their time at school because they're crucial for for learning and development and being in that learning pit because if you're during that state of flow while you're in the learning pit, that is the best thing that could ever happen. So I think it's about teachers really thinking about how they can get their students into flow and meeting those needs for great learning to be achieved. Um, that's all for today, but thank you and I uh, hope to be recording soon.